You're listening to the Adjusted in Time podcast with Victor Jamaro. This is my Saturday podcast where I tend to go into the occult and symbology and decodes, secret societies, try to break down the meanings of some of these codes, you know, the coded language that they use and symbolism. And also I cover the satanic, satanic cults and societies, things of that nature. But today, uh, I wanted to kind of just go into this King Charles coronation and uh, struck my mind that coronation, corona nation, uh, you know, the corona, <laughs> corona nation, corona meaning crown. And I remember there was a 1988 Toyota commercial. It was the 1988 Toyota Corona. Go look that up if you haven't seen it. You can find it on YouTube. Look for the original 1988 Toyota Corona commercial. Now, I brought that up because it literally, <laughs> in, the, in the commercial, uh, one of the slogans in the commercial was, the 1988 Corona, everyone's out to catch. Something along those lines, the car that everyone's out to catch. Everyone's out to catch it. The 1988 Toyota Corona. And the man doing the voiceover for the commercial says it repeatedly. Says there's a new car everyone's out to catch. The Corona. Now, if that's not pre-programming then I don't know what pre-programming is I might as well stop this show you cannot get more <laughs> in your face than that now 88 is infinity right 8 infinity Um, eight also deals with time travel, which is, which is interesting. I also looked up something, uh, I believe it was on the Merriam Dictionary. Now, I was trying to see if it was a direct co um, coronation. <laughs> Funny. Um, Uh, but I was looking to see if there was a tie-in with the actual definition, but I saw that it said something about coronation dealing with time travelers. I thought that was interesting because the commercial 
for the 1988 Toyota Corona, right? The Toyota Corona was released in 1988. Or at least that was the, yeah. So, 88, that's whose number? Who Whose number is that? Say it with me. Trump. And it's been rumored that he is a what? <laughs> Time traveler. Right? Now, yeah. I don't get into that. You know, I, I think that that's all, you know. I think that's all something to, to um keep the the people talking, you know, the conspiracy, what they call the conspiracy theorists. Because they like to troll people. And I look at the time travel thing as a troll. Um, and I think it's more symbolic than any, than anything else. But they are, you know, people saying, you know, these top, I don't know, these experts saying they can, they can bend time and they can, you know, travel through portals and all of this stuff. So, but I thought this was interesting. Uh, King Charles is going to, you know, he's going to receive his crown, his corona, May 6th, right? And um, check this out. American baseball player Babe Ruth hit his first major league home run on um, May 6th. Uh, I believe it was 1915, they said. Thought that was interesting. And they said he finished his career with 714 homers, a record that stood until 1974. Now watch this. King Charles will receive his crown at the age of 74 years old. And in Gematria, 74 is the number for Lucifer and also Jesus Christ. Take that how you want to, but hey, it is what it is, you know. Just something interesting, something to look at. Uh, these people, everything is, <clears throat> everything in their world, everything is uh, about time, it's about numbers, it's about symbology. And pre-programming, predictive programming, is what I was really trying to say. But also, there is uh, the the fact that these people do summon demons, and these demons tell them things. You know, so who knows, you know, did, who knows what kind of 
who knows what kind of information these demons they're, that they're summoning are giving them about the future and how they use it to work their their magic, per se. And the proof of that is, you know, we've all had deja vus. We've all had deja vus. We've all been in that situation where we're like, hey, I, I've seen that before. I've seen this moment before. And that's like a, like your spirit is ahead of time, right? Which, in essence, that's like a, a sense of, of, excuse me, that's a, a form of time travel within itself. When I was in the military, I was in Qatar, and um, I was having deja vus back to back to back to back to back to back. I was only there for a couple of weeks. And um, it just seemed like the deja vus were coming back to back. And I'd never been there before. But it got to to a point where I could, in real time, predict what was about to happen next. Like things slowed down. I was like, she's about to walk into this building. She's about to take a left turn here. He's about to go over here and grab this in real time. So, like I said, that's, that is a form of time travel. But this is a big moment for several reasons, and I can't even list them all because I'm kind of doing this off the cuff. I do this all the time with this show. I've, I've really been lacking with this show, um, I've been so busy. I really got to get back to my decodes the way I used to. Now, I don't believe in this, but there's been rumors for years, and I'm talking about for years, and I and I researched everything, so I did look into it just to see what people was, were saying. And they were saying that, you know, old Prince William is the, what they call the Antichrist. Nah, I don't, I don't believe in that. But I did find it interesting. Um, There was an article. uh, I think it came from, yeah, Town and Country. Yahoo Yahoo put this on their lifestyle. They put this in their lifestyle section. Kate Middleton uh, wears a dress from Rosemary's Baby. And this was uh, 2018. Now, you know, Rosemary Baby, that was supposed to be the birth of the Antichrist, right? It says um, in his article, when Duchess Kate appeared just hours after giving birth to Prince Louis Arthur Charles on Monday, April 23rd, in front of the Lindo Wing at St. Mary's Hospital, which is <laughs> interesting, right? Rosemary's baby, <laughs> she gives birth at St. Mary's Hospital wearing the same dress that Rosemary wore <laughs> in the movie. 
it says, um, damn, I lost my spot. It says, uh, yeah, she gave birth at um, St. Mary's Hospital wearing a red Jenny Packham dress. People were kick, People were quick to draw comparisons to the outfit Princess Diana wore after giving birth to Prince Harry in 1983. How could you blame them? The bold red colored paired with a white Peter Pan. Know who Peter Pan is, right? You know who Pan is, right? Look up the Pan God. Right? Uh, seemed to directly mirror the style of the late princess as the Duchess of Cambridge has done time and time again throughout the years. Says, but while everyone was comparing Kate Middleton to Princess Diana, they missed the fact that Kate Middleton's um, bespoke Jenny Peckham frock is nearly a direct replica of a dress Rosemary Woodhouse wears in the 1968 horror film Rosemary's Baby. And there was people on social media posting about it. Um, and then people were calling it, you know, discomforting and everything else. But a matter of fact, let me get this part of the article here. It says, considering that Mia Farrow's character in the movie is impregnated with Satan's child by a coven of witches, the similarities are eerie and completely unsettling. If you think about what it is, what it could possibly say about the newborn prince. Well, you know, the listen, <laughs> uh, then I believe she wore some sort of vampire's dress recently. So these people were big into their symbology what they wear, the colors that they wear. Also, before I forget, yeah, that that red and white is also for the Rosicrucians, the, the order of the Rosicrucians. So there's a tie-in there also. And again, Rosemary's Baby, the Rosicrucians. She gave birth at St. Mary's Hospital. No coincidences. No, no coincidences. If you know these people the way that I do, there's no coincidences. And I just so happened, <laughs> I've told the story before, I've, I just so happened to have been involved with a witch unknowingly. It's in a semi-relationship. She was, you know, sort of like a, sort of a chick I was seeing, but, you know, you know how that goes sometimes. But anyways, um, and then she brought a second witch to me. And then that's when I knew it was real. <laughs> so anyways, this, I, I say that to say I know these people. Okay. And they are always on point and on schedule with everything that they do. Everything that they do from, from the clothes that they wear to even when they have sex, trust me, 
I can bear witness to that. Everything is is everything is in order. Okay, so when you see, like, even when you see these uh, mass shootings, things like that, go check the dates. Go check the dates and the times, because they mean something. Also, just to add to the madness, to add to this madness, bbc.com posted an article saying the coronation public invited to swear allegiance to King Charles. The public is invited (laughs) to swear allegiance to King Charles. It says people watching the coronation will be invited to join a chorus of millions to swear allegiance to, to the king and his heirs organizers say says the public pledge is one of several striking changes to the ancient ceremony revealed on Saturday in a coronation full of firsts. Female clergy, female clergy will play a prominent role and the king himself will pray out loud. Um, it says the Christian service will also see religious leaders from all, from other, excuse me, other faiths having an active part for the first time. So they're changing some things. But I, I do find that I find that interesting that the the world is being invited here <laughs> to pledge allegiance to the king. And it's happening at the same time that the powers to be are collapsing all sovereign nations to bring them under one world one under a one world government that's what is that's why there's a united nations that's why there's a world economic forum that's why there's a um world government summit They're paving way for a world leader. Who that leader will be, I don't know. But they are paving the way for that. So societies have to collapse so that they can so they can have this world ruler to rule the whole world. You can't do that with sovereign states. So these sovereign nations have to go. And it may not be King Charles, but he's 74 years old. How much longer does he have? And it's not going to be Prince Harry because he's out of the, out of the way. That, that only leaves William, right? Again, that's not to say that that's exactly what's going to happen, but it is a thought. Look at it. Look at the world. Look at look at how they're collapsing the world's economy and every nation, right? They're they're all coming with these digital coins, these digital currencies that will be controlled by the powers to be, the elites. And I believe the mission statement 
or part of the mission statement of the monarchy is one crown to rule them all. And listen to the Adjustment in Time podcast on Jamaro 1290 and the Invalid Truth. Visit both websites for podcasts and posts. Now, I was not even going to uh, bring this up. I had a totally different show lined up. I was going to get into some decodes, but I had to bring this out because I've been saying this for the longest time now. I've been speaking about this ad nauseum. You, you guys know that I've been saying this for a long time. And I finally, I see somebody else thinking the way that I'm thinking. This is a article from the conversation. It's called theconversation.com. It says, God's in the machine. It's a question mark. God's in the machine. The rise of artificial intelligence may result in new religions. You guys know I've been saying this. That this, this whole artificial intelligence uh, push or what, what you wanna, whatever you want to call it. There is an agenda behind it, and the agenda is, I mean, at the heart of it is satanic when you, when you really think about it, but it's the capturing of the soul, and it doesn't matter. Here's the thing, right? I, and this is something I should have said. I should have addressed this a long time ago, and this is really my fault for not saying this. It doesn't matter what your religion is. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't even matter if you're an atheist. I'm going to tell you why. Remember when, remember in 2021, when they started pushing the vax? They didn't ask you, were you a Christian, a Muslim, a, you know, an atheist, or whether you were into astrology or whatever. They didn't, they don't, they did not care. They laid it out there. If you didn't get it, your livelihood was at risk. They were going to take away your job. In certain cases, you couldn't enter certain facilities. In other cases. So why am I bringing that up? I'm bringing that up to, to help you understand this artificial intelligence, this new religion, because that's what it is. It's a religion now. But it's going to get ramped up. Okay? It's going to get ramped up. This is the capturing of your soul. And I say that, uh, and that may sound crazy to a lot of people, but if you understand where I'm going with this, I'm going, this is going to be the worship of something that they deem to be greater than you, which is artificial intelligence. The same way they did with science. Remember during the pandemic, it was all about the science, the science, the science. Who are you? And remember, remember when you ask questions, they were saying to you, who are you to question the science? Remember? 
You have to think back. Remember, don't forget these things or you'll get lost. You have to keep these things in memory because it, it always comes back around. So this article here is asking a question and they're, they're saying exactly what I've been saying. So, uh, you know, I'm not as crazy as some people may think. God's in the machine. The rise of artificial intelligence may result in new religions. Okay, and I believe the author of this article, his name is Neil MacArthur. Um, and it says here, we are about to witness the birth of a new kind of religion in the next few, in the next few years or perhaps even months. We will see the emergence of sex devoted to the worship of artificial intelligence. The latest generation of AI powered chatbots trained on large language models have left their early users awestruck and sometimes terrified by their power. So as it increases, as they turn it up, right, as they become more sophisticated with this, in, this artificial intelligence, there's going to come a time, they're, they're going to cross a certain line, a certain bridge, if, if you will, where you're going to be so, you're going to be so dependent, excuse me, my voice is jacked up again. You're going to be so dependent on the artificial intelligence that you won't be able to um, rely on yourself for anything. You know, your thoughts, everything you like, it's going to, there's going to come a time. This is what I was talking about when I was saying they dumbed people down over the past generations for a reason. There's going to come a point where just thinking, just thinking it's going to be something that sounds crazy. Like, wait a minute, what you're thinking your own thoughts. Why would you do that? It's just like now, um, look at it like this. Now, when you try to do when you try to um, do multiplication in your head, people, some people may look at you like, what are you doing that for? Just pull out your phone and, and use your calculator on your phone, right? Or just ask uh, Google or whatever, right? So that's the point of this is to get you to separate um, yourself from your own basic instincts. <laughs> common sense won't be common. It's, it's already not common. Um, let me get to the article before I start rambling. Cause I wasn't even supposed to, to keep in mind. I'm doing this on the fly. I wasn't even supposed to go into this. I had something else lined up, but I saw this article. Um, something just hit me and said, look up. Um, artificial gods or look up artificial worship. And sure enough, this came up and this was, um, in March of 2023. So that was this year. Somebody around the same time that I was talking about this stuff. So somebody's in sync with me. It says here, um, the latest, and I, and I, I did read this part already. It says, these are the same sublime emotions that lie at the heart of our experience of the divine. 
Um, so they're linking, they're linking in this article AI with um, what we would deem as the divine uh, entities or belief in God. Or, you know, again, it doesn't matter your religion. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you believe in, they don't care. It says people are people already seek religious meaning from very diverse sources. There are, for instance, multiple religions that worship extraterrestrials or their teachings. It says, um, as these chatbots be um as these chatbots come to be used by billions of people, it is inevitable that some of these users will see the AIs as a as as higher beings. They will see the AIs as higher beings. We must prepare for the implications. Now here's the danger. Um I don't know. I, I'm I'm literally reading this article with you. You know, as I'm reading right now, it's the first time I'm I'm reading it. I just pulled it up and grabbed the mic because I'm busy and I got things to do. Um, so this is off the cuff. I apologize. I, I should have been better prepared. Um, what was I getting ready to say? Um, the danger is people will try to force this on you. I know you don't believe that right now. That sounds crazy. You have to keep the pandemic in mind. Remember when you had people snitching on you because you didn't wear a mask? Remember? I've seen it at my job. I've seen it. I had people run up and say, oh, no, this person's not wearing a mask. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You need to do something. I'm looking like, who gives a shit? And, but that's the way it was. Oh, my God. He's not social distancing. It's going to be the same thing. When the AI gives a command, they're going to say, oh, my God, he's not following the commands of the artificial intelligence. This person is not following the chatbot's commands. It is greater than us. It knows best for us. We know nothing. It knows everything. That's where we're heading. That's where we're heading. And we may get there a lot sooner than not just what a lot of you are thinking, but maybe even maybe even sooner than I originally thought. I mean, this this is moving fast now. It says, but they have their own risks laid out here. Let me see if their risks um, line up with mine. It says, risk of AI worship. There are several pathways by which AI religions will emerge. First, some people will come to see AI as a higher power. It says, um generative AI that can create or produce new content possesses several characteristics that are often associated with divine beings like deities or prophets. It says it displays a level of intelligence that goes beyond that of most humans. Indeed, its knowledge appears limitless. Um, and, and it's going to work even better with people being dumbed down because if you're not smart and you're not intelligent, um, and you're stupid and you know nothing, the AI can put out false information. But if you don't know that it's false, 
then if you're too stupid to know that it's false, then, right? And that's what they want because the people that program this artificial intelligence want you to obey without questioning. Obey, 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 obey. Shut up and obey, right? Just like shut up and take the vax. Remember that? I'm forever linking the two because the pandemic was a dry run. It was a military operation. Mike Pompeo told Trump live on air. Go look it up if you think I'm lying. By the way, I'll post the damn thing up on my website. At some point this week, I will post it up, damn it. But I'm tired of saying it. He said live on air in front of the whole world that the pandemic was a live exercise. If you've been in the military, you know what that means. That means it's a real world exercise, meaning it's a controlled exercise with real world consequences. But it's still an exercise. It's just controlled. In real world, in real time. That's all it means. Meaning that people really did die. But it was a controlled operation. It was, And I might get in trouble just for saying that. You know. No, I might get clipped on that one. Spotify might poof. poof. <laughs> By the way, speaking of which, that's why you see me with multiple. Um, like you might see uh, Jamaro twelve ninety. One side, then and then you'll look and you see that there's another version of it. I did that on purpose, okay, just so you don't get lost. I did that. I did the same thing with Invalid Truth. I made sure I put it up so that if one clipped me, I got the other one. Okay, and we can keep keep things rolling. Um, I've been through this before, but I want to say um, it's very important to understand that everything that you saw in 2020, you're going to see again just differently. That was a dry run. So I'm going to get back to this article. It says here, um, it says it is capable of great. These are the risks of, of artificial intelligence being worshipped. It said it is capable of great feats of creativity. It can write poetry, comp, um, compose music, and generate art in almost any style close um, close to instantaneously. Um, and we're already seeing that. They're, they're already doing these deep fakes and these, these artificial intelligent um, generated rap songs so now rappers won't you know music musicians who who the hell needs a, a singer who needs a music producer their jobs are gone gone they, what do they have what do the powers that be have to do to show you that they don't need you anymore you've been good little slaves for hundreds of years now it's time to go bye bye Okay, with billions of you. That's what this means. It doesn't mean you get to go and play your little cool tech game. No, 
it means you go bye-bye now. Just like the idiots that were so happy to see the um, self-checkout lines. Remember that? Remember when the self-checkout lines was a new thing and everyone thought, oh, great. Faster lines. And the dumbasses that worked in the stores were like, oh, well, good. I won't have to check so many people now. No, what it means is your job go bye-bye. That's what it means. They don't need you anymore. Because guess what? That was part of the reason why they had you there. That might not have been your official position to be the self-checkout to be the checkout person or, you know, to work the register. But now that that's not there anymore and they need less people, if your position is no longer that valuable, guess what? You go bye-bye now, okay? That's how that works. Um, so, yeah, they're just, they're going to destroy everything. Everything that's human, everything, you know, creative, that's gone. Paintings, poetry, music, you name it, gone. Journalism, they don't need journalists. What, did, what do they need a journalist for? Huh? For what? I tested it myself just to see. Damn right. They, they, you know, and I, I didn't even do the, the paid version. I did the, the free version just to see. Who, who, needs, who needs a blogger? <laughs> who needs a freelance writer? Gone. Just like that. And this chat, um, GPT crap, these chat bots just came up like, what, a couple of months ago? And just like that, journalists, gone. They don't need them. Um, it says, it is removed from normal human concerns and needs and does not suffer physical pain, hunger, or sexual desire. Yeah, so they, who needs to hire people? When you got to hear people complain about, you know, they get sick days, you know, they get a lunch break. Too much flirting in the office. No, they don't have to worry about that no more. They got artificial intelligence. It says it can offer guidance to people in their daily lives. Um, yeah. I seen a video. I posted it a long time ago where they had a living tutor, um, a tutor um, or some kind of, I forget the name of the, the robot, but it was like a living robot like the Justin's. It was a tutor, it was a counselor, it was a teacher, it was a um, a maid. Says, um, second generative AI will produce output that can be taken for religious doctrine. It will provide answers to metaphysical and theological questions and engage in the construction of complex, complex worldviews. On top of this, generative AI may ask to be worshipped or may actively solicit followers. We have already seen such cases like when the chatbot used by the search engine Bing, like the Bing search engine, tried to convince a user to fall in love with it. 
So says um, AI-based religions will look different from traditional ones. First of all, people will be able to communicate directly with the deity, this AI deity, on a daily basis. This means these religions will be less um, hierarchical, hierarchical. God, I can't. It's a tongue twist. The hierarchy, right? And in, since no one can claim special access to divine wisdom, says second followers will at least initially connect with each other online to share their experiences and discuss doctrine. Yeah, so this is going to spread fast once it picks up. And all it takes is for the news. Look, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do before I hop off of here. Because um, I'm I'm totally out of line right now. Um, this is what's going to happen. The mainstream media is all of a sudden going to say, guess what? Guess what's the new sweeping trend? People are now turning to artificial intelligence to seek divinity. Oh, my goodness. Is artificial intelligence the new great religion? And it's not, but they'll make it so. Just like what I told you before. Remember when I told you how they do with any new product? They said, look at the new greatest product, the new hottest product that everyone is talking about. And there's nobody talking about it. Because the damn thing ain't even came out yet. Right? That they're going to do the same thing. Is this the new religion? Wait. Is this the proper way to seek God? What if God created artificial intelligence in order to communicate with him? And boom, there you go. And then they'll start saying things like, well, people, mo there's millions of people, not billions of people all over the world that have already downloaded a Bible app. So it only makes sense that they would communicate directly with artificial intelligence, right? The, 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 as a way to see God. And you have a bunch of idiots, morons, walking around with their finger up their nose, talking about, yeah, I think I'll get closer to God when I talk to artificial intelligence. All right, I'm not going to go on another classic moral rant. But you guys see where I'm going with this. And um, again, I'm, I apologize. I know I talk about this every damn week, but I, I just saw it and, and it baited me in. I had to, I had to go for it. Um, I'll try to do better next time. I can't promise you anything, but, oh, I do want to say this. Uh, in the machine, because it's called the ghost in the machine, within the machine, they do believe the the um, Satanists, Luciferians, whatever they want to call themselves nowadays, they do believe that they've captured the spirit of Satan and put it into the artificial intelligence. So this is kind of like a ass backers way of them getting you to worship Satan. Maybe I should have started off the show like that. You know, I don't know. It could have helped, 
But yeah, that's it's the ghost in the machine. Look up the ghost in the machine. Because they believe that they pulled the energy, right, from the beyond. <laughs> from from the beyond. That um that energy or that life that whatever they want to call it, because they give it multiple names. I'm trying to think. Um what is it? The Bible says that uh Satan is the prince of the air. Something like that. The prince of the air. Um, the New Testament says, Behold, um, Satan falling like lightning. And that's supposed to be, you know, electricity, lightning, um, your light source. Of course, Lucifer is the light bearer, so I'm not trying to, you know, go into all of that. But they do believe that this is a way of capturing Satan. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with it. Um, and how to get you to worship it is through the artificial intelligence because the ghost is in the machine. The spirit of it that they believe that they've captured is in the machine. It's in the, it's in, it's what's making it work. The spirit of it. Get it? So this is like their ass backwards way of getting you to worship Satan. Now, whether you believe that they have Satan in the machine, that's not what I'm talking about. It's not about your opinion. It's not about my opinion. It doesn't matter. They believe that. They believe it. Okay? Period. That's what they believe. The ghost is in the machine. Look up ghost in the machine and you, you should get some understanding. So, damn, I went way over my time. I'm sorry. But I'll I'll leave that part there. Oh, by the way, I do want to say that um, 1298TW, the news show where I cover current, current, <laughs> current events, will be Wednesdays and Adjusted in Time will be Saturdays. So that'll be the two shows throughout the week. And then every once in a while, I drop a Deja Vu 3530. Um, that, I think I'm going to get into more personal stuff. Cause I made a mistake and turned that into what adjusted in time was supposed to be. And that's just natural for me. Cause I'm, you know, the Gemini thing, I'm all over the place. Can't help it. And, uh, one of my listeners, um, uh, hit me up, told me, yeah, she was a Gemini too. So I know she understands, but the rest of you probably like, why are you all over the place? It's that look at Kanye. I'm not as bad as him, but we Gemini's can be all over the place. Um, but I'm going to reserve Deja Vu 3530 for my own personal story and some of the things that um, I've seen and how I got to believe some of the things that I believe. Um, so just remember Wednesdays, news and current events, 1290 ATW. Saturdays, I'm going to, that, that'll be for the decodes and the occult and the satanic agenda and everything else. So just to, just to, that's how it's going to be. From here on out. All right, so let me get to the rest.